0: and welcome to the Gray Area where I dispense advice and give interviews on relationships between gamers. My name is Genesee Gray and this is the 11th podcast in a weekly series titled Rift Sealed. Last week's episode was a conversation with Rodney slash Aramis on dating and game. Please visit www.genesee.com the Gray Area homepage and add to the forum discussion on that topic and to tell me your story. Today is Sunday, April 3rd, and this week we speak with Critoris slash Jagged, World of Warcraft player and Rift player as well. Welcome to the show, Crit. Thank you for being here with me.
1: Oh, no problem. Uh, It's a pleasure.
0: Let's start with news of the week. So, what is new in your world? Yes.
1: Uh, Well, pretty much playing Rift. I started really working on my mage, so... You know that's that's pretty exciting stuff, I guess. Um,
0: is that gonna your main, get to, or what is your main?
1: My my main is a rogue, and they've kind of nerfed rogues under the ground, so already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm kind of moving to the mage because they're a little OP, and I feel strong and powerful. Uh, how uh, you should feel.
0: I see. I see. Mm, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? In the games other than Rift. Um,
1: Rift, well, I you know we played in Le- uh, the Legacy and WoW. Uh, we played on Roth. and I actually wasn't the guild leader there. Ice was, and um, uh. I had actually you know started up a raid, and we were we were raiding and everything. We were going about five to six out of twelve. Then Rift came, <laughs> and uh, a lot of us started playing Rift uh, during the week, and. I guess a lot of the, the folks that weren't playing Rift got a little upset, and our rating is not happening anymore. Some of them have quit, some of them refuse to get on. They're uh, striking? They're striking? They're stri- like <laughs> yeah, they're striking. I actually had a fr- our main tank like remove everybody from his real ID, and he no longer talks to anyone. Aww. <laughs> we, uh, Well, we missed, we missed one week, uh, because a friend of ours in-game had a heart attack. I'm and goodness. yeah, it was a palpitation or something and he's he's good now. And um another one of our friends is stationed in Korea. He's one of our main healers. So when the Japanese earthquake <laughs> yeah. thing hit, he didn't have internet. And he kinda pouted off and stopped being our main tank. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's interesting.
0: Uh, but your your guild was called Legacy There as well?
1: Yep, the legacy. Um but you know it's this guild before I joined has been around for six years. Um these guys actually get together almost on a yearly basis. They'll go to water parks, uh you know, they'll go to Chicago for, for, for like a week, um, stay in a big hotel. The very close knit core of people and they're all kind of migrating to rift as well because they miss us. So uh it's a very close. Is it mostly guild. East Coast? people? Uh, we have East Coast. We have uh, the Midwest. Some people are out there, you know, on the West Coast. So it, it's it's pretty much all over. Like, Tylus is a guy we are trying to get addicted right now. And uh, he never speaks on that, by the way. You'll never get him. You'll never hear him. Um, he only types. So we're not sure if he's actually a girl or a oh guy. Oh my
0: goodness, yes. I, I believe I ran into him yesterday and I wondered um, why he, he wasn't speaking. I think I heard an occasional sound like out of him, but otherwise there was not words happening. And, and I wasn't in the game at the time, so I couldn't follow his side of the conversation. I wondered how you all knew what was going on.
1: Yeah, actually, it's very funny. It's like, it's like an urban legend in our guild. Um, he's like Bigfoot, okay? <laughs> You're never going to hear him speak. Okay, <laughs> It's never going to come out of his mouth. And if you do, you, you've just seen Bigfoot.
0: That will be my personal goal now. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. It's all of our personal goals. Okay. Um, we even looked them up on, uh, on Facebook <laughs> it's just like to so see if he exists. No, <laughs> uh, the, the only Tyler's Tyler's we found were some some girls out in his area, and uh, so we we were pretty thoroughly convinced he is a girl.
0: Okay, uh, that would be yeah. a really amazing joke to go for years and years like that. I think.
1: Yeah, I, I think he did it because if he is a girl, it's probably because he didn't want the pressure of people bothering him. Mm-hmm. Um, as you've probably, I'm sure you've had your share of that, you know, being a, a female gamer, where you get a little. You know, people don't really know how to react, I guess. Uh, Yes, yes. And if he's a guy, he just has been quiet for so long that he's just decided to keep being a a mine. (laughs) He's our little mine. It
0: takes all kinds. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I have noticed that uh, the Legacy's kind of a different sort of guild. I mean, I've only been in a few weeks, and half of those my computer's been down, so... (laughs) But you guys are really helpful to the newbie. I mean, it's not all about getting to level 50 and doing the end game. It's kind of oh, hi, you're a new person, you typed hello, excellent for you, why don't you come invent, and, and we'll explain the game <laughs> to you and, and take you through, uh, through stuff, which is nice. And I, I was wondering if that was the way the legacy was in World of Warcraft as well, or if that's because you're the, the guildmaster now and that's kind of your philosophy.
1: No, uh, actually, it's Ice's philosophy has always been to have people on vent. And as such, you wind up getting a really close-knit core of people um 15 to 20 people that know each other talk about real life issues and you know we've kind of brought that into rift and and that's that's my philosophy as well i like to focus on the friendship aspect of the game mm-hmm. rather than just you know what can we power through um i've always been a great gamer and 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 been able to take down and tackle and content and have great strategies and kind of figure stuff out so that's not an issue but you know you can do that for so long before it becomes monotonous and the real fun is getting on and, and meeting someone like you, or um, you know, just meeting somebody new and, and just having a great conversation and enjoying the game.
0: I love that you will misdirect to your tank when, in the middle of a raid, and everybody laughs, and you can have that kind of silliness because I've been in so many, um, you know, raids where it's just like if anyone says anything out of line, it's focus, 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 or, you know, you can pound the same boss for eight hours, and if you don't have humor, I think it gets very monotonous, like you're saying, and you don't want to come back.
1: Yeah, yeah and that, that's happened to us in, like, in like World of Warcraft. Um, we've had raids where things have been, like, going for six, seven, eight hours, we're not, we're beating our head against a wall, and I pull a couple of my guys out, and I'm like, okay, we have to go in there, and we have to really make jokes, and we have to give people laughing and then the blood pumping and we make a little progress come back the next day and bam we, we down a boss it's because you cannot go into these raids with that uh, you lose 50 dkp mentality <laughs> <laughs> you know um,
0: it's more kind dots. of a
1: <laughs> more dots <laughs> more dots <laughs> that's right <laughs> watch the whelps watch the whelps it's more of a like a mixture of like a leroy jenkins mentality and that mentality knowing when to be serious but also knowing when to have fun because if you're this is a game. If I want to be serious, I'll, you know, go yeah, outside go and go to yeah, <laughs> go to work or you know, or have a, you know, go do something else. So I want to have fun and, and enjoy my friendships in here. So. Excellent. You know,
0: well, you keep your uh, it sounds like you keep your team on their toes when you play all sorts of pranks like that. And that's good. I mean
1: I'm I'm a prankster. That's what I do. <laughs> I, I like I like to see You know, that's how I really test somebody's kind of uh, character, is if I can wipe them in in a raid or or get them to be trapped in a boss room and kill them, and if they don't react like a crazy person, (laughs) then you know that that person is going to have a lot of fun with you in the future. I see. Uh, Yeah, so that's always been how I've kind of met people and, uh, you know, I guess I would call myself an intelligent troll. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Isn't that an
0: oxymoron? Come on. <laughs> it really
1: is. But uh, I'll throw things out in chat every now and again. and I mean, as as you've seen, like a lot of people know me just because of my name, Kritoris, You know, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I just I like to I like to have that medium of having a lot of fun and also being serious and not being uh, a jerk to people. You know, because uh, I'm just not that kind of person.
0: Excellent. Let's see, my news of the week, um, you know this, but the listeners don't. My computer's taken a nosedive into hell and <laughs> decided <laughs> that the hardware's not going to work and .NET is not going to work and it refuses to play nicely with me, so it has gone to visit the wonderful Geek Squad and, and get looked at, and so I'm running on Old Bessie here. To, old Beth. That's right. So, um, that's why I've only gained a level in Rift, not because I'm not dedicated, see, but I was out for several days, so.
1: Yeah. I mean, you, you have an excuse. I mean, just don't let it happen again with that (laughs) whole computer thing. you know, it's the life, you know, I, I have my, my major, I guess, philosophy is life before play and things like that come up. You have to take care of that stuff. Uh, you have to take care of your relationships, your computers, your household, you know, and, That's why I don't take things too seriously when things don't go my way or, you know, we miss a raid in a week. Other people get a little more serious, but I'm like, well, you know, things come up. I mean, if somebody's family member passes on or gets sick, you know, how can you expect them to be at a raid? If their computer dies, how can you expect them to be at a raid? Just back off and... Have a good time, you know?
0: <laughs> I did feel yeah, very well. guilty though because I, I'd hardly had a chance to meet you guys and I'm on vent and every five minutes I'm getting kicked off vent and I'm coming uh, back on and I'm calling, uh, the other, uh, members that I know on the phone and saying, you know, anytime anyone asks me a question, I'm instantly kicked off vent. So I sound like the most antisocial person you've ever come across. So how are you today? <laughs> Bonk! <like>, you know, <laughs> this is not good. Not a good first I, impression. Yeah.
1: I actually noticed that I, sometimes I was asking you questions and I'd, I'd kind of hear you queue up and then you'd like stop yourself and then you type in game like, like you were terrified that you were going to get kicked <laughs> off of Ventrilo if you, if you made a mistake. And it was really funny.
0: Yes. Well, thank you guys for being understanding and not saying uh, get out of this guild, you anti-social person.
1: Oh gosh, no, no. If uh, if we did that, then we, we wouldn't have any members. Everybody has, has something going wrong at some time, you know, just got to <laughs> deal with it. That's what friendships are about, you know.
0: Let's see what else I've been up to. Do you, um, have you ever heard of Urban Undead?
1: Urban Undead?
0: Yes. It's kind of a fun, almost a mud-like game where everything is uh, text-based and there's a tiny map in the corner, and it's you versus the zombies, and you can either be a zombie or you can be a human. And so you you have, I think, like 25 turns to either move around the map to different locations or to try to break into a building or to kill somebody or to revive somebody, depending on what side you're on. But it's kind of a fun little game. I like to do it. It takes like 10 minutes you know, to run through 25 turns every day, and... Uh, it's, it's kind of yeah. neat. Everyone loves a zombie game.
1: Yeah, you, you gotta love zombies. Uh, <laughs> you know, zombie movies are games. Um, I don't play any MUDs. I haven't played MUDs for, oh gosh, um, like 96? Ni- 98? Maybe? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a long time ago. Um, I do play a zombie game, though, Left 4 Dead 2. Ah. Uh, yeah. Uh, me and some friends get on probably, you know, once every two weeks and Spend a couple hours just blasting zombies into oblivion and, and dying a lot. What we we like to do you die use? a lot. Um, actually, it's a PC game, oh, so okay. I, I'm I'm a PC man. I I got my first PC uh, back in when I was 16. Uh, no, actually, when I was like 14, I think. And um, I I played some first-person shooters and. I never got into console gaming. i just always been about the computers because of the hardware upgrades and you're never kind of stuck. You know, you spend $300 on an Xbox and then three years later you have to do it again.
0: That's true. Then 360 you comes know? out and it's all over.
1: Yeah, and then those games are worthless. But I can play every game that I've ever had on this computer. No problem. You know, if I want to take a little, little throwback.
0: I like that. I feel the same way about uh, PCs because I like Steam a lot. And, uh, you know, you mm-hmm. can just download a thousand games from Steam anytime you want to, and you don't have to sit there and run out to the store and buy a box and come back. And
1: I have Steam. I'll have to link you on my account. Oh, good. Yeah, I love Steam. Steam is great. It's, uh, that's where we play our Left 4 Dead 2. We might have to get you in there killing some zombies with us. <laughs> I think you'd have a lot of fun. It's, it's pretty cool.
0: So what is that like? Is that like um, a Black Ops kind of game where it's a shooter, or what's the premise <clears throat>
1: Well, all right. Imagine this, okay? You start out at a level, and uh, there's four of you. There's uh, two guys, three guys, and a girl. And those are the characters. You'll randomly get one, or you can choose one before you start. You start in, like, this locked room. You ammo yourself out, get med packs. Uh, grenade launchers, you know, sniper rifles, whatever's available to you. Mm-hmm. And as, you're, uh, as you open the door, these hordes of zombies are just like walking around. Your objective is to get them to the next safe haven. And there's four safe havens before you fight the final level. Um, so you're, you're going through and then every now and again you might get some special zombies like a exploder type zombie that'll spit some goo on you and then thousands of zombies come and attack your group. Um, it's, it's very dynamic. You, you never know. Uh, you set off a car alarm and startle a bunch of zombies and they're going to come after oh, you. Oh, no. Yeah, it's, it's great. And then your headshots, you know, you just see their heads blow off. Or if you shoot them in the crotch, you know, their intestines fall out. It's it's pretty fun. Now, this
0: is the person uh, that cannot play Resident Evil or Bioshock <laughs> because it is too upsetting to me. The music is it's just too stressful. You know, I'm going through the game. Something bad's going to happen. I know it. I know it. You know, I made it through Bioshock, but that's... I don't know. This sounds awfully scary.
1: Turn your music off. And it has an in-game... Uh, ventrilo as it were and you just sit there and chat with your friends and, and you go through and, and really it's a lot of fun because you're, you're taking out zombies you're taking out big zombies uh, different types and then they have different level matches where you can be the zombies and attack the the group and you know they're fighting you to survive and um, it, it's there's realism mode where you're one-shotting zombies and they're one shotting you it's it's a lot of fun and the first time I played it I actually did get chills because i mean i was walking and then just out of this door popped this big old zombie and spit this stuff out of her mouth and hit me right in the face uh, and i died and that that scared me i actually dropped my my mouse on the floor <laughs> a little bit i was like oh my gosh
0: oh, that's okay then see maybe we could play together not the only yeah one.
1: we yeah i get startled and and you never know when they're going to come at you and something will be you just run up behind you you'll turn around like oh oh, oh my gosh <laughs>
0: Now, the kind of a segue to that, I did go see a movie this weekend that reminded me very much of a game. It was called Sucker Punch. Have you seen that?
1: I have not, but I've seen the previews, and it uh, it looks like a Final Fantasy
0: almost, like the way the fight scenes are. I would almost believe it's a Final Fantasy. And she is wearing a sailor outfit, so it could be.
1: Now, is she like, is it, is it, isn't she like in jail or something, and she's using her imagination? Yes. Through it. Is that kind. Yes, kinda, it's an
0: insane I'm, asylum. But yes. Oh
1: gosh, an insane asylum and wow. Okay, that makes a lot more sense watching the previews. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know Tina wants to see it really bad. Like she's every time it comes on, she's like, We've gotta go see that.
0: See, go. It's worth it. It's a very excellent movie. It's kind of disturbing in a lot of parts just the, the concepts that they're discussing and some of the bad things that happen, but um, they handle it. I think, very delicately, and uh, and the imagery is, is really great, and they're very sp- specific about color. You know, It's kind of almost black and white at points, but then certain things are in color, so it, it's kind of a dynamic movie. I like it a lot. Well, bringing up Tina, your wife, who also plays with you, is Rift the only game you guys play together, or were you wow um, teammates as well?
1: Well, actually, it's, it's really funny because right, she's a very, very slow leveler. <laughs> Ah, uh, she likes to take her time and read every single quest and and really get into her character. And she doesn't like to get on vent much. She's a typer. Mm-hmm. She likes to really, you know, get into the RP aspect of it. And me, I like to blast through the levels and and have a good time and blow stuff up. So we we have this. Uh, it's kind of funny because we'll we'll sometimes have little tiffs where she wants me to to level with her and I want to do this, but. You know, we, we find a way to try to make it work where I'll quest with her when, when she's ready to quest and you know, then go do my own thing and, and stuff like that. So it's it's really uh it's really fun. But it, it's really odd because we're two separate gamers playing these games and it's I've never had that like with you and um you and Wemick, you know, you guys like Play, you know what I'm saying? I mean, we've never really. We've <laughs> she never doesn't really play.
0: Are you <laughs> saying she does not play?
1: Well, she she does, but like she'll get on for maybe an hour every couple days, and it's like, it's like, get on the game and play with me. <laughs> I'm sitting here at level 28. I want to move. I want to go. I want to uh, level up.
0: You have characters that you only play when the other person's on. Is that how that works?
1: That was supposed to be Celine. And uh, I kind of level past her with it. (laughs) Uh, So last night we were questing, and you know, um, we we were just kind of doing our thing. And and I was like, "So, all right, how about this? How about I just level? You know, when you're not around, and then I'll come back and, and quest with you when you know when you're around." And she's like, "That'd be fine as long as you quest with me when I'm on. I don't care what level you are." Mm-hmm. So that's really all she wants Is to spend a little bit of time in game And for me it's fine in that medium Because I've always been a solo gamer You know uh, before I met Tina And before we got together So it's a hard concept for me to Slow down to someone else's pace I But see. then yeah. Then again I do that all the time When I quest with guildies and other stuff So it's it's just weird you know I, I don't know if it's because you're comfortable with somebody And you're just willing to kind of Say well I'm going to go do my own thing So puh <laughs> You know?
0: Well, you're pretty good about jumping into groups, you know. Quickly do this, help with that, with that, and then move on to something else. And it can get a yeah. little um, upsetting to grind for hours and hours and hours if you don't. If you're not a person who will just level and level and level, maybe you'd like to rift for you know 45 minutes or focusing on one particular thing like that. It's not everybody's bag.
1: Yeah, and it's it's not really her bag either. You know, she likes to just kind of. Kind of do a little bit of everything, have a little fun. Sometimes I'll hear, her, uh, you know, screeching in the background going, yes, take that. And I'm like, I'm like, what happened? She's like, I just pwned this guy in a battleground. And I'm like, Oh, that's my baby girl. I love you. My little <laughs> PvP girl. And, uh, you know, she, she gets all excited when she goes and kills some, uh, some poor guardian and in, in a battleground.
0: Excellent. So, yeah, she's awesome. Did she join, or did you join because the other person was playing, or how did you end up playing the same game at the same time?
1: Well, basically, um, I had quit MMOs, and it's a funny story. I, I started working at a company and started becoming kind of good friends with the boss. And he says to me one day, "Now, I, I'd been in Vanilla WoW beta, you know, I've played on and off for six years." And he says to me, he "Goes, you ever heard of a game called World of Warcraft?" <laughs> And I said, why, yes, I have, sir. And he says, good. Uh, Next paycheck, you're going to go buy it and install it. And I'm like, "Nah, I'm good. And he's like, I don't think you understand. He (laughs) says, we're friends, but uh, your job depends on it. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And he's like, no, you have to play. So I wound up playing World of Warcraft again against my better judgment and got all consumed in World of Warcraft. And finally, Tina was like, I want to play, I want to play. And, of course, I get to the game, the expansions, and, you know, it's like half an hour here, half an hour there. Um, And then, you know, pretty much uh, Rift started coming out. We looked into that a little bit. I started playing. She asked if she could try out the beta. Got her set up, and she actually loves that way more than WoW. She's on it way more.
0: So let me get this straight. Your boss paid you to play World of Warcraft (laughs) and demanded (laughs) that you get into the game.
1: He paid me for other stuff and then demanded that I get in the game. <laughs> and, uh and, yeah, it was it was pretty funny. He uh he actually literally told me that my job depended on it. I laughed and he says, I'm I'm not laughing. Uh go get the game and I'm like, Oh god, here it goes. Back into the MMO.
0: Wow, because he wanted you in um his guild or to play with him or what? what was his reasoning?
1: Um, basically, all he ever did was come in every now and again and duel us. <laughs> we were lowbies. Um, actually, I think the main reason, um, it became kind of, it actually became kind of a bad situation. Um, if I was sick or at home or something and I'm in bed or, you know, I jump on a laptop and, and jump into WoW, he would actually peer in from work and ask me, you know, why, why was I skipping work for World of Warcraft? Uh, which I obviously wasn't. I you know, I'm sick. I, I can't I I had strep throat at one point, couldn't even talk on a phone and that was my job. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, what what do you want me to do? Um and you know, he would actually spy on people in game or um, you know, come into Ventrilo and check up on people after hours. It was a very controlling situation on his part, even when work wasn't intended. Um, you know, when we weren't supposed to be at work, it's off time. He would be in, uh, kind of checking up on us, figuring out what we're doing and, uh, you know, busting our chops a little bit. Yeah. It came to a point where a lot of us, uh, left, the left the company, um, not just because of wow, but because of, uh, his personal life and, uh, that controlling kind of attitude, I guess, affected him in his life and, uh, everything kind of went downhill. So, you know, that was, that was that.
0: Hmm. That's a different story.
1: Yeah. He, uh. He, he was a nice guy. I mean, he's still friends with him. You know, great friend, but I'll never work for him again, and he knows that uh, I was a good producer for him. I just do it because uh, he's a very controlling guy. If things don't go his way or you tell him no, he, uh, he'll get his way.
0: Yeah, I've known people in game that are controlling like that and kind of get a kick out of, you know, being the... Uber EPIN guy that has you know all the purple items and that runs the raid and everything, but I've never heard of someone in real life demanding that other people get into virtual worlds so that they can lord it over them. That that's yeah. pretty insecure.
1: Yeah, it was it was pretty bad, and uh, like he'll even call me to this day and be like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, yeah, nothing. Just you know, doing some schoolwork or something." And uh, he'll be like, "Well, uh, you playing World of Warcraft?" And I'm like, "No." I actually don't play that game anymore. (laughs) You know, so (laughs) it's it's pretty funny. You know, years after I worked for him, he still kind of, he would even, like, activate his account and check in and be like, jeez, I can't believe you're in this game, man. I'm like, you're the one that got me to play it again, you know? Oh, very, very weird situation.
0: Interesting. So (laughs) as far as uh, you and Tina playing together, um, I know sometimes with people that I play with, it, it sometimes Gives you issues in real life as far as, you know, I, I'd spoken on the last podcast about how, um, if I'm supposed to be leveling with somebody and our characters are supposed to be the same, like you were telling, you know, Tina that you're going to level these together and, and the person does something like levels higher than me, I'll get kind of annoyed by that and, and it'll start things in real life. Do you guys ever find that, uh, playing World of Warcraft kind of gives you something to fight about in real life about the game or do you think you play pretty well together and it's like an asset to your relationship?
1: Um, well, with World of Warcraft, we never had issues because she really wasn't into it all that much. Rift, we've kind of had that same issue though. Like, um, she's actually, she actually, the other night found out that I had hit 30, and she was like, I thought you were going to be waiting for me. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, well, I'm just trying to get to the same area. And she, (laughs) and she's like, oh, okay. Well, you know, whatever. And it was kind of like that. And I got the silent treatment. And I was like, well, why don't we play together now? And she was all happy about that. Um, she, she's a very... It's, it's hard to, to explain but She's got such a big heart. She doesn't ever ask for anything. And she won't tell me if something's bothering her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she just wants to make sure that I'm happy and that I'm okay. And sometimes that, that there, you know, in a game situation... I'm just thinking about leveling and I'm not thinking about her and she won't say anything and you know later on yeah that can present a problem because then I find out it was an issue so you know I have to take extra time to really you know consider her feelings because she is so good to me I mean best best girl I've ever known in my life you know treats me super great (laughs) yeah she's awesome I, I love her to death and uh, I wouldn't wanna wanna be with anybody else. And I think Rift is is gonna be an asset once we get her to fifty and she can get on a raid with us. That's that's really what she wants to do is raid and gin and stuff like that. But you know, it's just getting to that point. You know, balancing school, the baby and, and all that kind of stuff, it is tough on her. So it's you know, it's tough on both of us. Well, it's
0: good that you guys can spend that time together because sometimes MMOs can really take up a lot of your spare time, especially if you're going to play them well. And to sit there, you know, and, and spend five hours away from your partner when they could be in the game with you, it's nice that you don't have to do that because she can be on too and you guys can be in the same area and talking about the same stuff and it's kind of more things in common.
1: Yeah, and, and I do, I did kind of agree in one aspect with, uh, you know, the, the uh, gentleman you were talking to last week. I keep forgetting his name. Rodney. Rodney. Uh, Rodney, yeah. Um, But, you know, sometimes I do like to just get in the game and veg and and that's how I've always kind of been. So it's it's a new experience, even though we've been together for a while, trying to balance being in a game and having that same, you know, uh, thing in in relation to each other um, and, you know, work it out. I mean, it can be, you know, there can be problems from it, but uh, we do pretty good you know working it out together and figuring stuff out making sure that you know she's having fun and i'm having fun and uh just trying to be on the same page Mm
0: -hmm. how are you finding uh being a guild master is this the first time you've ever done that or did you do that in the other game world of warcraft
1: oh gosh um i've been a guild master since everquest
0: oh my goodness
1: yeah i've always been the guy that started a guild um Because I'll I'll go into a guild and I'll put my heart into it, become an officer, and there's all this drama that happens. It it always seems like people, and and I don't know if this is me tooting my own horn or something, but people will gravitate to me in that guild. And it becomes kind of a big weight because it's not, you know, log on and, and just have fun. It's log on and, hey, jag it. You know, what are we going to do today? Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like Phineas and Ferb or something. <laughs> it's like, you know, I, I've always got to have the, you know, I've, when I'm in an officer situation, I got to know when the raids are going on, you know, where the dungeons are going. How come I'm not grouping with you? How come I'm not doing this? Hey, when, you know, if you take a couple days off, what's going on? It's like, oh my goodness. And it becomes a lot of pressure. So I tried to avoid the guild master thing and I went to legacy and I kind of moved up into a raid situation. But the core group is so strong that even if we've had disagreements, we're still friends afterwards. And they might bust my chops about some stuff, but they, you know, let me have my space when I want to do my own thing. Mm-hmm. So coming into this game, I kind of said, hey, Ice, you know, I'll be the guild leader because you're already the guild leader And WoW. And, you know, if, if you would rather not have that pressure here, I'll take that for you. And he was like, yeah, man, that's cool, no problem. WoW wound up dying, but, you know, I mean, Ice is still as much of a guild leader in this guild. He's been there for six years, and, um, you know, it's, it's kind of like just... I, I kind of fell into a family of gamers, rather than just a group of people that i probably never talked to after, you know, a year from now.
0: <laughs> Excellent. That's kind of where you want to be. That's good.
1: Yeah, and it's like uh, when we found... And we found Erica, Mm -hmm. you know, we we found her on the public test server, or the the test, the beta, and um, we were just leveling up, and she decided to join the the guild, and she thought my name was funny. (laughs) And we were talking about getting her husband to play, and um, I said, listen, if you have anybody that you want to bring over, she's like, oh, I'm working on it. (laughs) And, uh, you know, we started playing the game, and day one she was on vent with us, and we were playing and having fun. And... Next thing I know, I, I made her an officer in, in the in the guild because she had so many people coming in. Um, so I just, you know, kind of made her an officer out of convenience, so she can invite her friends and and keep her her close knit people with her. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want her to feel like anybody's left out.
0: For the listeners, that's River and Eram. They've also done a podcast about um, the old EverQuest, which I think is kind of interesting that you also played the old EverQuest as well.
1: Yeah. yeah. uh, 61 Beast Lord before I quit.
0: Okay. Are there any other games besides um, EverQuest and World of Warcraft and Rift and Left for Dead, which, man, you don't have time <laughs> to sleep as it is. But are there any I other games you. that you play besides that?
1: Um, I can probably open up a list of every game I've played. EverQuest was my first MMO. Before that, I played Descent, um, which was like an FPS I actually started playing EverQuest because of a girl uh that played it, and I knew her, and you know, wound up, not even, co- anything never came out of it, but you know, I played that and I wound up getting addicted, played for two and a half, three years, and then I moved from there and played Star Wars Galaxies. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was uh, pretty good at the time, and then I got kind of tired of the all the nerfs and the things they were doing to destroy the game. So I moved to Dungeons and Dragons Online. Um, played that to level ten, which was the cap at the time, and we we did a raid together, and kind of everybody just you know quit the game because it was there was nothing to do. Um, then I started playing some Lineage Two on a free server with a friend, and I met a guy that even to this day we're we're friends and we'll call each other up or I'll jump in a game and. Bam! He'll be on the same server, same side, and I'll just message him, and he'll know it's me. Um, that's happened several times. Um, Champions Online, World of Warcraft. Um, <laughs> let's see, DC Universe. Um, yeah, there's uh, there's been so many games that I've played, MMO wise. I'm, I'm like an MMO man, I guess. I, I just know like everything there is to know about them. And uh, because I've played so many of them, so maybe that's why when I jump in, people kind of gravitate toward me because I know what's going on.
0: Mm-hmm. That's definitely uh, a good trait to have.
1: Yeah, and uh, let's see, is there any more? Yeah, sort of a New World.
0: I have not heard uh, of that one.
1: A, that's a free MMO. Um, it's got a kind of a pay-you-buy-stuff-out-of-their-store kind of their store deal. But everything is unlocked for free. Um, I have a real-life friend who got me to play that for a little while, and it's a different concept. It's like you have three characters at one time, and you're controlling those three characters mm-hmm. and playing with those three characters at one time.
0: Oh, my goodness. Left your own bit. party.
1: Your own party, and you can actually hit space bar, and they'll auto-attack, and you can turn your monitor off, and they'll level while you're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of a hands-off game for people that don't have massive time to commit to it.
0: I see. You have your own built-in bot right there.
1: Pretty much. Um, I think that's about it on the video games as far as MMOs. Um, played some Duke Nukem back in the day. Mm. Gotta love the Duke.
0: I'm into God of War right now. I know it's an older game, um, God of War 2. I think I have too, but someone loaned it to us, and uh, I've been playing that. It's a very difficult game, but it's kind of really fun. I like that.
1: How, how is it? I mean, I've seen it, and it looked really awesome.
0: It is really awesome. Um, it's a lot of kind of the Greek gods and mythology a little bit of that built in, and uh, you oh, get to fight this huge hydra, and, you know, two little hydras on the left and the right, and you got to tie them down with crates that kind of go through their heads and pin them to the to the <laughs> dock, and then you can kill the big hydra. So, it's just graphically, it's, it's kind of, um, it reminds you a little bit of a lot of the samurai games you've played, because it's kind of got that whole, you know, katana, yeah. jump forward, jump left, jump right kind of thing, but the graphics are really neat and the story is kind of compelling so I like the game, I'd definitely recommend it, although it's very difficult to play. It's slow, yeah. slow grind.
1: Speaking of Greek gods, I actually liked um, there was a Microsoft game called Age of Mythology which was a, a real-time strategy mm-hmm. and you know it focused on three different sets of, of gods during that period so you had the uh, the, the Norse gods, you had the Atlantean slash Greek gods and then you had the egyptian gods and all three were like clashing and you know you had the different races very very clever game from uh, microsoft as far as a far as, uh, fps go- or uh, rts goes mm-hmm. um those are like kind of like starcraft 2 or starcraft which i played and warcraft and warcraft 2 and warcraft 3 and all that stuff yes. really really fun games i really enjoy those a lot when i can find a good one and get into it
0: Um, let's move on to questions. I have questions from the listeners, and uh, I'll give my advice to the question, and then if you want to chime in and, and give your advice and what you think after that, that'd be good too. Solo Han asks, everyone seems to play games now, console or online, and all my guy friends do as well. I want to play Black Ops with my guy friends, but I can't get my girlfriend to play or even to hang out. How do I convince her that playing and telling people about it doesn't regulate her to the denizens of the basement anymore?
1: <laughs>
0: I I think, in that case, that it could be um, Solo's choice of games, maybe? Some people aren't uh, kind of closeted, ammo-blasting cops or robbers. Uh, maybe he, mm-hmm. he should try something small that she might go for, even if it's like a Pokemon or a Bellicera, and work up slowly yeah. toward the M rating. What's your yeah,
1: opinion? you know... I. I, I kind of agree with you. Um, I don't think you can force anybody right out of the gate to play a game. Um, but, you know, if you want to get them interested, maybe uh, find a common interest that they have mm-hmm. and, um, you know, something that you wouldn't normally do and do that with them and say, you know, I'll do this with you. Maybe you could try out Black Ops with me.
0: Yeah, and I think once she gets to know—I um, don't know how familiar she is with his friends. It could be the friends that's keeping her from playing. Maybe she doesn't want <laughs> to.
1: definitely. Yeah, definitely could be. You know,
0: but if she likes the friends and they hang out um, when they're not gaming, I think she'd be more likely to kind of go for it.
1: Yeah, as long as it, it, it was something that you know she could ease into, and it was like something that she wanted to do, mm-hmm. rather than being kind of pressured into it. I, you can't really pressure somebody into doing anything. So,
0: very true. First-person shooter is, is never like my go-to game, although at times like Mass Effect kind of can trick me into it, you know, with certain t- yeah. with certain things. Um, and I, I'm getting used to it the more I play, but but yeah, certain people have a kind of forte's, and Maybe that's just not hers.
1: BioWare is actually um, a good way to get people introduced into games uh, because they have a lot of games that focus more on the story. Mm-hmm and a lot of times if you have a female gamer or even a male gamer that or a male non-gamer female non-gamer uh people that don't normally play um they can get into a story and that can really get them hooked into the genre of gaming so maybe even like you know try a different game uh something that's a little more geared to a story or something that would grab her interest like you said like a Pokemon or a Bellasera or something mm-hmm. that could be a good way to introduce the, the whole genre to her
0: that's how I start with children, when I want to work them up to, like, being gamers in their future. Let's play Bella and <laughs> Sarah, look, it's beautiful ponies, and you can grow
1: them.
0: <laughs> you know? It's like, and then,
1: like, two years later, it's like, okay, now you farm that no for me, <laughs> and uh, you can go get me some rap. Good, good. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I have, like, a whole little... A little, little sweat-shop of
0: it. gamers. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna
1: say it, but I didn't want...
0: <laughs> I read this article today that I found kind of interesting. Um. Let me read a little bit of it, and then you can tell me what you think about it as well. Uh, It's probably an older story, but just the concept of it was just kind of interesting. It was saying a Japanese woman was arrested for virtual murder after she became so angry with her recently divorced online husband that she killed his digital persona. The 43-year-old piano teacher used her online husband's password when their characters were happily married to kill the character in the game called Story. The man complained to police when he discovered his online avatar was dead and the woman was jailed on suspicion of illegally accessing a computer and manipulating electronic data. And she says, I was suddenly divorced without any word of warning that made me so angry, she told investigators while admitting to the allegations. Officials say the woman had not plotted any revenge in the real world, but if convicted, she could face up to five years in prison or a fine up to $5,000 players in MapleStory create and manipulate digital images called avatars that represent themselves while engaging in relationships, social activities, and fighting monsters and other obstacles. I, I thought that was wow. really interesting that you could actually be have a, a real-life um, you know, penalty for doing something that would be digital in a game.
1: Now, what, what, what country is this? It was a
0: Japanese woman, so I don't know if it was in Japan or if this was just a woman that was, uh, you know, Japanese in origin, but... That was what happened. Wow! Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. Be careful! Uh, uh, now I kind of I'm scared to PvP. <laughs> you know, I mean, if I camp if I camp below me, am I going to get arrested? You know, I don't. I don't know really what to think about that. I think there'd be a lot of uh, jailed WoW players right now if that were the case.
0: Well, manipulating electronic data. I guess technically, if you're you know a gold farmer or if you uh, um, take someone else's character and and uh, steal their authenticator, then possibly you could get jail time for that. So I, I don't think that, um, at least Blizzard, I don't believe, presses those charges that I've heard, but I don't really know what happens in that case.
1: I mean, it would definitely have to be the company, though. That would press the charges because technically, uh, the users of these games have no intellectual uh, rights to the properties. So, is it the husband that's pressing ch- or the or the ex-virtual husband that's?
0: I think in you know, this getting case, her jailed, or? she physically went to his computer, like logged in on his computer with his information, and then wiped it from his computer. So I don't think she, mm-hmm. you know, hacked um, whatever source code of the game. I think she actually went to his house and like. It sounds like I mean that's what they said that. That uh, she uh, that she she was jailed on suspicion of accessing a computer and manipulating electronic data. So she really did go to his oh, house, wow. and like I don't know if they were actually husband and wife or it was only virtual. But she she had his his uh, account information, went to his house, and and wiped yeah like, that from the computer.
1: So well, that that, that I can kind of see uh, you getting in trouble for. I mean, B and E, you know, breaking and entering, <laughs> and uh, that's that's going a little crazy uh, for for the virtual world. I mean, yeah. But I mean that's that's what we've come to. We have a, a society that's really going virtual. Everybody has a computer, an iPod, some kind of you know, a, a ta- uh, what is it? The um, tablet PCs. The iPads, yeah. Yeah, I mean you got that new uh, phone that turns right into a laptop and vice versa. <laughs> I've seen uh, that. Yeah, you uh, you dock your your phone into it, and then all your data's accessed through a laptop interface. Mm and you can make calls and then you can undock it and it becomes a phone again that you can take with you so everything's going to this like virtual you know space and we're all in here so you know i think it's going to take us a while to to kind of separate how we deal with with things like that you know that's definitely a crime you go to someone's house break into their house and then access their computer i mean that's you've just committed a crime, (laughs) you're probably going to go to jail. Even if
0: you don't break in, and I'm assuming that if they were close enough that he was sharing his account information, she may have a key or something else. But even so, I mean, people get very, it's just kind of proving that people get very attached to their virtual items, you know, whether they're avatars or buildings or, you know, swords or whatnot. But um, it's kind of a a cross bit happening where you know, soon I think you'll have Physical penalties to pay for the virtual uh, things that you do.
1: I, I agree. I think uh, they, they've been talking about it for a while, um, trying to figure out, you know, how to impose laws on a world that's really very hard to police. Uh-huh. Um, but in a, in a similar kind of off-topic, but on the same subject, have you ever seen uh, the Guild?
0: Oh yes, I love Felicia Day.
1: Yeah, she's great. Um, there was a, a situation in there, if you remember, where the the one girl was uh, making the young guy like think she was into him and had him charge up his parents' credit cards and all this. And then out of revenge, he accessed her laptop deleted all her characters.
0: Ah, oh, I did not uh, see that. What happened to him?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, basically, uh, she wound up leaving the guild and going to another guild. And um, it was a, like a big like heated rivalry you know, <laughs> within the show and the story. Um, he didn't get arrested. But he did wound up having to get a job and pay for all the things that he had bought her uh, that she refused to get back. But, you know, that's just a situation where there's uh, people are revenge minded. Mm -hmm. You know, they're, they're thinking, well, what's the best way to hurt somebody? Well, I'll just go delete their avatar.
0: That's true. I mean people get emotionally invested in in the relationships that they have and also in their characters. I mean, I, I think the guild is so apropos of so many things that actually happen in games and that's why it's so successful because and I love um, I don't know the characters' names by heart or anything, but I love like the younger Indian guy and how he's like so <laughs> so in love with Felicia J's character and how she's really not yeah. into him but he misinterprets like not everything she says to be that, yeah. that she that he loves she loves him. And, you know, people get into relationships, virtual relationships, and um, some people do it just because they like the thrill of, you know, the imaginary, and other people take it very seriously and then get really hurt when it doesn't work out.
1: Yeah, I think there's a level of mystery, you know, to to meeting people online. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't know who they are or where they've been, but you know that they're people, and you can be a different person or you can really truly be yourself. And that's what the what the internet's kind of brought. I think it's taken a lot of people that had insecurities and given them a way to um, kind of vent those mm-hmm. and, and access other people in a way that doesn't make them as, as uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, it becomes kind of more about who you are, personality, versus, you know, the assumptions people might have by the way you look or you know, your age or things like that. And you can kind of it's more pure form in some ways of talking to people. But other times, I mean, people use it to kind of portray something that isn't, you know, accurate. Like it might be the total opposite of what they really like. And they just kind of want to try it on for size, you know?
1: Yeah. And I think you actually said it best, uh, last in your last podcast, when you said, um, you were talking about a relationship, but you said it's, it's, you can fall in love with somebody's soul. Um, and I think that's really what it boils down to is people don't, you know, have to look in the mirror to make sure that they look the way they want to look. They get online, how they are, as comfortable as they can be, and they get to really know a person. And you can make a lot of great friendships. Um, And of course, you can have disastrous ones (laughs) that that turn out very badly and uh, that you have to maybe put out a restraining order for. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously.
0: I've
1: I've actually known a girl that had to uh, get a restraining order on her ex because he was her guild leader oh, really? and they dated in real life yeah
0: Aww. remember that yeah. relationship i was talking about last week where um i had a boyfriend online and all that stuff and how it didn't work out well <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. was the that guy um something had happened in real life and i needed a place to stay i called him and i said you know i need to stay with you for just a couple of days can i stay with you and i was like had my my stuff packed and i was ready to drive down and stay with him and and he was no you know like he wasn't willing to take it to the next level of making it real you know i mean he was fine virtually but if it involved an, an effort that would be an effort outside of the game he wasn't willing to go there and that's why it didn't work he had said well come stay with me and then i said okay and i went to go stay with him and
1: he said no <laughs> he just would <wasn't> <laughs> not I had a situation like that a long time ago. Um, This is when uh, I had an accident and um, I was kind of like, you know, just down in the world. And I met somebody through EverQuest and somehow it it just blossomed into this like online relationship, which I've never had before or since. And, you know, when it came time to her coming to meet me, everything became very real. And I was like, I don't even know this person. (laughs) You know, what if it's some guy that like, you know, in in gamer fashion, like rubs, I don't know. Syrup all over his body, <laughs> and you know, what I mean, like I have no idea who this person is, and I, I kind of just—it just, it, it just kind of went to the wayside at that point. It, and I've never really done anything like that again. You know, it was all—I prefer the meeting people in real life, and uh, and actually, that's you know, getting to know them face to face. But you know, everybody has their own preference, and I think the online dating is just as viable.
0: Is there anything you want to add before we close up here?
1: Um, I just want to add that you were an extremely gracious host. <laughs> thank uh, you. And I, 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 think I was on my best behavior. Yes. Um, yes.
0: Thank you. Yes. For helping me maintain You're my welcome. clean rating. I appreciate that.
1: Yes. Uh, it, it could have gone very badly, but I, I wanted to make sure that your clean rating stayed clean. Yes. Um, and, and I hope that you know I can do this again sometime. It was a lot of fun. Excellent. I really I'd love to have you it. on
0: again. It'd be fun.
1: Awesome. Good. Anytime.
0: Well, thank you again, Crit. I really appreciate you being here. If any of the listeners have suggestions about future topics or ways to improve the show, visit the new Gray Area website where you can find out the date and time for Ustream. Also, you can reach the discussion page there, hear the podcast, and email me. So please visit www.genesee.com to let me know your questions and to add to the current discussion. Also, I'm interested in gaming sponsors who share my vision of the podcast and seek a mutually beneficial relationship. I'm currently emailing with prospective sponsors, and I've had several progressive phone conversations so far, so stay tuned for that, and if you're a sponsor, please let me know as I move forward with the process. If you have any gray areas in your relationship and would like to submit a question, or maybe you need some advice in a new perspective, please email me at geneseegray at yahoo.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week with a new episode.